My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. Today's training. So, if you are uh, new to the Builder's Call, it's your first time on, first time listening, maybe you're listening later. Uh, it's not, you're not listening live, but <clears throat> the Builder's Call, about half the call is, uh, is, is a training that I do. And, uh, and, and it's lessons that I've learned over the last 20 years. Sometimes it's, it's uh, a lesson that I just learned, or maybe it's uh, something I just read in a book and I'm trying to chew it up and, and, and spit it out for you uh, so that you can digest it as well. Um, but uh, oftentimes, uh, the conversation on this, the training on this comes from conversations I'm having with you one-on-one and, and coaching conversations. Um, and so uh, that applies to today as well. How do you rank? How do you rank? Uh, it has been a couple of years since I've taught this, interestingly enough. I feel like this is something that we should talk about all the time. Uh, and it's very similar to a conversation uh, recently we, we had about the five signs you got a guy. Go back and review that if you like, the five signs you got a guy. Um, that's, that would be five signs that you have somebody that's real and is doing something. And, and we talked about that. I'm not going to rehash that now. Uh, some of this is going to overlap with that. But I've had people say, well, how do I rank versus five signs you got a guy? Aren't those very similar topics? Yeah, they are very similar topics. Uh, but how do you rank is really more about uh, getting the attention of somebody who can mentor you and coach you. Uh, the things that you need to be doing uh, in order to receive that attention. And, and really the things that, uh, that if you're building a team, the things that you need to see in that new person. New person, not somebody who's necessarily been around 15 years, but that new person who's needing your love and affection and attention and help. Like, what are, the, are, what are they doing? Uh, what, do, what should they be doing in order to get that attention? Um, so we, uh, we go through with a couple of bullet points here. How do you rank? Everyone's created with equal potential, but not everyone is equal. You know, you hear people say, we're all equal. No, no, you're really not. I, I mean, Michael Jordan and I are not equal in basketball, for sure. Uh, very different. Even, even now he's over 50. He's still uh, a bajillion times better than me at basketball. Than, 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 right? So everyone's created with equal potential, but not everyone is actually equal. Uh, how does your manager rank you compared to other agents? If you're a new agent asking this question of yourself, if, if you are the manager, you know, looking at um, how, do you, how do you choose wh who to spend time with? How, how do you because uh, we, all, we all have so much time in a week, 168 hours in a week, the seven days and 24 hours a day. We only have so much time. Are you investing the, 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 the correct amount of time with the correct people? Um, you got to know that. How should you rank your agents compared to other agents? It's about prioritizing your time, your energy, your money, and your personnel, uh, staff that you may have. It's about prioritizing this. So, um, some people don't like this whole ranking thing. I, I, I wish they wouldn't rank me. I know I'm not. And I, people with insecurities will say to me, Fitz, and, and they're, they're certainly more secure than, than others who won't say this at all. <laughs> but some people say to me, Fitz, I feel insecure because you're throwing out these rankings and I know how I stack up. I go, well, just understand that know how you stack up. Right? I, I want to invest 
I want to invest my money. I want to invest my time, my energy, my, 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 my staff. I want to invest my, my mental capacity in the things that are going to give me the best return. As a business owner, you have to adopt that. Now, there's, there's, there's this thing called relationship and, and, and loving on people and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And, and listen, relationship is the glue that holds a people business together. I believe in relationship, but I also believe that you could develop relationship with the wrong people and they cost you money and don't make you money. And as a business owner, <laughs> you are a for-profit company. You're not a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You have to invest the limited resources that you have in the appropriate places. So we call it LWAC. LWAC. We used to joke about it years ago, the LWAC schwack. Let's, let's schwack them with the LWAC. Um, <laughs> but uh, the LWAC stands for listen, work, associate, and change. Listen, work, associate, and change. I'm going to drill down on each one of these uh, four things. So if you're a uh, a, a, a very specific note taker. Uh, I am going to fill in some notes in between these bullet points here. Uh, you may want to leave some space or just wait to write down work until I've finished talking about listen. Uh, but uh, I'm not just talking about these four things today. There's going to be some application at the end of this training that uh, really, uh, once you've figured out the LWAC, once you've figured out the listen, work, associate, change for yourself or for others, what do you do with that? All right, so let's start with listen. Let's define that. I'm talking about listening to weekly training. Uh, we do our TFG hotspot on Tuesday mornings. Uh, we have local meetings called hotspots all across the country uh, that are broader, not just the Fitz Group, but part of the alliance. Uh, we have the builders call that you're, you're actually listening to right now on Monday mornings. Uh, the TWC uh, on the Wednesday call. It's a national call with the alliance on Wednesdays. Uh, a product call. We got uh, activity call. Those last three are all uh, alliance calls. Um, so listening to the weekly training. Maybe you didn't catch it live. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to hold you to the standard of catching every one of these calls live. Uh, but you need to listen to the call. So if you didn't catch it live, are you catching it later on the recorded version? Um, are, are you, are you listening to the podcast? I think a lot of these, I know the TFG hotspot, the builders call, the TWC, the product call, the activity call. If you sign up for those on your um, podcast subscriptions, it actually gets sent right to your phone. You don't have to go anywhere looking for it. It just comes right to your phone. You just listen to it when it comes to your phone. Uh, I, I do that. I listen to our own, like I'm doing the builder's call right now. I'm going to listen to this later on the podcast. Uh, and it's because sometimes when I'm teaching, things come out that I didn't hear when I was teaching it <laughs> or I didn't realize I said it and I learned stuff from myself. That seems a little narcissistic. I know I get that, but I don't really care what you think. I learn by listening to the builder's call later. I learn by listening to the TFG hotspot later. I learn. So are, are you listening? Is your agent listening? Be present and attentive. It's not just about attending these meetings. It's about being present in the meeting. Well, I was there. Being there and being present are two different things. You can, you can be there. Maybe right now you're listening to me and you're listening, but you're not hearing. You're thinking about the rest of your day or you're thinking of what happened over the weekend or you're thinking about the, 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 the basketball game that's going to be played. Be present and attentive. Be alert. Pay attention. Take notes. Take notes. Uh, you, you go to any one of these things. Take notes. Right? Like write stuff down. I, I, uh, I take notes. I feel like everywhere I go, every call I'm listening to, uh, when I attend church on, on Sundays, like I'm, I'm there, I'm taking notes. Take notes. 
and don't just take notes, but review them later. <laughs> it's, it's one thing to take notes. And I think just the act of taking notes makes you listen more. And so if that's all you do is take notes, you listened, you listened well. Okay. But if you really want to benefit from those notes, review them later. Uh, record it. It, it when you can it, record the meeting. Uh, if you're attending a, a, a big event, you know, record it yourself, record conversations. Now it's, it's polite to let people know that they're being recorded, right? Don't, don't, don't be secret. Don't be sneaky about it. And, and maybe some conversations really shouldn't be recorded, but, but I encourage recording it. Uh, you know, all of these things, like we say, send out the podcast. Most of them do. You know what I did before that? I would record it myself. I had, I went to Radio Shack back in the day and I got the, <laughs> got the tape recorder and I plugged it into my phone and I had a cassette tape in there. I would record these calls so I could listen to it later. Listen to audio and video training, the stuff that's already out there, the content that's already out there. Maybe you're on our site, maybe you're on the Alliance site, whatever. There's a ton of great training out there. Are you availing yourself of that information, that education? And listen with heart. Listening with heart means it's, it's, it's we said be present, be attentive, but listening with heart is listening and taking it personally. Listening and taking it personally. A lot of times people listen and go, oh, that's probably a good note for so-and-so. Oh, ooh, I hope so-and-so heard that one. No, man, I'm talking to you, brother. Like, listen, take it personally. Like when something is being said, really, truly apply it to you and say, is this, does this apply to me? Is this something I'm missing right now? Is this something I should uh, adopt? Is this something I should change? Or is this, or is this, that really wasn't for me, but listen with heart. Okay. That's L. Listen, the W stands for work. Work. When you work, there is proof. And it's called results. Now, results don't always, aren't always positive. They aren't always negative, but they do accumulate results do. So when you work, there is proof. Here at the FITS group, we have the activity tracker. It's a nice spreadsheet that I put together for my use that we have applied to the agents and you can use it. Punch your numbers in there. Uh, uh, show that you are working, right? And now as, as an agent, um, trying to get the attention of, of a coach. Maybe you, maybe you make them aware of, hey, I filled out my activity tracker. Can you look at it? Because maybe they're not just going out and looking at your activity tracker, though we all have them synced on Dropbox. They may not be going to that, that spreadsheet to look at your numbers. Maybe acknowledge that you filled it out and let them know so they can take a look at it and give you some feedback on it. Help the team by working. What is, what is helping the team look like? It takes on a lot of different... Um, uh, it, it looks a lot of different pictures. I want to say pictures. I don't know if that's the right word, but helping the team takes on a lot of different forms. Uh, you could help the team by showing up to the meeting. Um, I, I've had people say, well, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really produce anything this week fit. So I didn't, I didn't attend the, the Tuesday morning meeting because I didn't really, I didn't really produce anything. So I didn't want to show up and not have anything to, to turn in. And I always, I mean, I've heard that for 20 years. We've been doing our Tuesday morning meeting for 20 years and, and people wouldn't show up and I'd ask them why they didn't. They say, well, because I didn't produce anything and I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I should be there if I didn't produce anything. Said, well, that's exactly why you should be there. <laughs> it's exact because you didn't produce anything. You should be there for that. But, you know, I, I, I've had agents that said, you know, I, or people who are building teams, hey, I got this guy fits. He shows up to the meetings. He eats our donuts and drinks our coffee, but never sells anything, never does anything. All he does is just, you know, shake people's hands and congratulate them for being here and encourage them. But he doesn't really, doesn't really sell anything. How do you feel about that guy? I go, man, I'll take a thousand just like him. 
I'm not making money directly on a cheerleader, right? So I don't make money directly on somebody who just shows up in the meeting, eats our food and, and is very positive. I don't make money directly on that person through their sales, but I do make it indirectly. I love when people attend the meeting and all, if, if all they do is encourage the people who, who have made sales this week or encourage the ones who failed miserably this week. If, if all they do is pat that person on the back, if all they do is fill that seat and make the room look fuller, if that's all they do, they have tremendously helped me. They have helped the team tremendously by doing that, just by showing up, right? So another thing, like it, it, how you help the team on the work, like you actually help the team by performing and getting results. You help the team because we are all walking through life looking for evidence that this works. This, what's this? It's everything. What you, people who are married are walking through life looking for evidence of other marriages that work. People right now are walking through life looking for evidence that raising kids a certain way is the right way. They're looking for that evidence. We're all looking for that. So when you go out there and make the phone calls and book the appointments and make the sales, you're helping the team by getting those results. Tuesday mornings when you, when you show up, maybe you're in the top five. Like, it's awesome. I love hearing the top five that worked this week, got great results, and they share with us what, how they did it, what they did, what they learned. That's helping the team. Just the very act of you working helps the team. So work. <laughs> work, right? There's more I can go over this, but I think you get the point. And we're looking at real comma productive work. There's, there's no comma there. You could say real productive work. Like I, you want to do things that are really productive, but this, this, this is two different things, real and productive work. Like real and productive is not shuffling your leads, preparing to make a phone call. Now, maybe that's, maybe that's important that you do that. So you're, you're, you're going at it orderly and, and effectively and efficiently, but that's not actually working, right? Um, I, I've, I've had people say, well, I made a ton of dials this week. How many did you make? I made 30. Well, as a new agent, I'm fired up that you made dials. But understand that if you want to get where you want to go, you're going to have to make more dials than that, bro. Like you need real productive work. Real productive work is making dials. It's booking appointments. It's, it's running the appointments. It's making the sale. It's getting referrals. It's, it's uncovering annuities and IULs. It's, it's all that. On the building side, it's, it's running ads if you, if you don't have a warm market. First of all, you put your warm market together and, and get that to somebody who can call it for you, right? But then ultimately running ads and, and doing the interviews and, and getting that person fast-tracked and getting them trained and contracted and getting that first app in, that third app, that fifth app, that tenth app. Like that's real productive work. Um, preparing this PowerPoint, that's, that's, uh, that's work. Yeah, but it, it's, not, it's not the real comma productive work. Like, it is work. It's important that we get the education out there. But the real comma productive work we're looking for is the income producing activities that we do on a weekly basis. A, let's move on. A stands for associate. All right. Who you are and who you become is hugely impacted by who you associate with. Who you are and who you become is hugely impacted by who you associate with. If you hang around a bunch of losers, you're going to end up being a big loser. Okay. Um, I, I, when I was a kid, you know, I, my mom wasn't always a fan of all the friends I hung out with. There were a couple of friends she really tried to steer me towards, but, but, but a bunch of my friends she wasn't super fired up about. 
she kind of thought they were thugs. And it turns out I was kind of king of the thugs, you know, in, in a lot of ways. So <laughs> she was right. Birds of a feather flock together. Well, Fitz, I hang out with these people, okay, and they're not necessarily top caliber, high quality people, but I'm different. I'm impacting them. No, you're not. No, you're fooling yourself is what you're doing. You want to be a high caliber person, you hang out with higher caliber people. That's how you become a high caliber person. Uh, you, you don't, you, what is a uh, good, uh, bad, bad associations. And I can't remember the quote now, but uh, affect good morals. Like you can't, one drop of oil will ruin a whole ship's drinking water. Like you, you, you can't, <laughs> don't expect to be the good that's lifting that crowd up. If you, now I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying ignore people who need your help. And I'm not saying don't help people up out of their situation. But if while you're reaching down to help people up, you're not also reaching up to get pulled up. If you're not doing both of those things, you're going to get pulled down. Right now, it's not fair to only reach up. You need to put, reach down too. But, but you really make a list of the top five people you spend the most time with. And, and look at their life and say, do I want their life? Do I want their marriage? Do I want their relationship with their kids or their business or the, whatever? List, look at it. And if you say no, I'm not saying eliminate that friendship. I'm saying spend more time with somebody else. Okay. Do you attend the TFG hotspot, the local meeting, the builder's call, the NatCon and family reunion, the team dial sessions that we call rally points? Do you attend these things? The, the people who are moving and going somewhere do attend to these things. They do. Now, some people say, well, Fitz, I'm in an area that doesn't have a lot of local support and I depend on the video trainings or the broadcast. I depend on all that. Well, listen, I hear you, but this is not association. You, you logging in and, and watching this today uh, or, or listening to this later, like this doesn't count as association association you need to be in person with others rubbing elbows right be able to physically pat somebody on the back or have somebody pat you on the back that association is important it's important that i know people that are like oh i i watch i watch joel osteen on tv all the time yeah it's not the same as being at his church right like and it's not about him it's about being with the people there i watch the super bowl on tv every year just about, but, but it's different being there at the game than it is watching it on TV. So don't count this as association. Now, if you gather people on Tuesday mornings, for example, you gather them to your house or you get together at Panera Bread or some coffee shop and together you're watching this, the, the, the TV, excuse me, the Tuesday morning broadcast, well, that's association because you're with other people, but you don't have a relationship with a computer screen. Spend time pursuing knowledge from those who have done it. Please be a fruit judger. Judge the fruit. Don't judge the person. Don't, that tree's not awful. It's just not producing the apples that we want to eat. So, right, the tree's great. It's just, I want apples. So spend time pursuing knowledge from those who have done it or are doing it. They're in the fight right now. One of the things I like doing is looking at my activity tracker and seeing where I suck at something and, and going to people, asking them how they do in that particular category. And if they do better than me, I start asking them questions and pursue knowledge from them. 
that's, that's, that's what I do. A few years ago, uh, I, I had gotten away from calling lists of names and, and working warm market and spheres of influence to help people build their business. So I went to my downline. I went to Paul Roberts, who is better, was, I think he was now, now I'm better now, but he, he was better at that than me. So I went to him and asked questions. Some people say, I could never ask my downline for help like that. Well, that's an ego problem you got, man. Like, don't keep ego don't let ego keep you from making the money you want to make or achieving the dreams that you've got or providing for your family what you want to provide for. Find the people who are better at it than you and ask them questions and then go apply it and do it in person. <laughs> so much better than just on the phone. What book are you reading right now? This is another form of association. You know, I, I, I love, one of the things I love about reading and, and I really have always loved since I really got into reading, I love reading biographies and autobiographies. I love reading about other successful people. That is a form of association as well. It's, it's not as good as being in person, but listen, I can't go hang out with George Washington. Like I can't, he and I aren't buddies. We're not bros. You know, like we're not going to go pop a beer together and, and say, what's up, George, tell me about that revolutionary war thing you, you went through. I can't do that, but I can read books about him and, and learn about him and the characteristics that he had that I want to emulate. I can do that. So what book are you reading right now? Um, it, interesting, if you uh, read like what, what I've seen, and, and I, I believe there's studies that have shown this as well, but I can't quote them uh, exactly, but the people who read these drama books, the books about this love affair, and the ones with Fabio on the front of the cover, like typically what you're reading is revealed in your life. It comes out in your life. You know, I'm reading drama. Well, it turns out drama shows up in your life and it looks very similar to that. It's because that's what you're associating with. That's what you're hanging around. I, 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 listen, I'm not casting any stones. Please understand. But I like to hang out with people who have happy marriages because I have a marriage that I want to keep happy. So I hang out with other people who have happy marriages. People who don't have happy marriages, I don't enjoy hanging out with them. Not casting stones. Everybody who's married has has anybody who's ever been married has had challenges in the marriage. It is what it is, but I am going to continue to, to get myself around those people who are in a better place than me because I want what they've got. Well, Fitz, if you're trying to get with them and they're trying to get with somebody else, <laughs> when are they ever going to, well, that goes back to the reaching down and reaching up. You know, I, I think that um, it's, it's incumbent upon us as humans that we help people get to where they're trying to go, that we are lifting people up out of their despair, but we can't stop looking up to move up as well. All right, change. C. So listen, work, associate. C is change. Change when given correction. One of the most frustrating things as a coach, as, an, as a mentor, is to say the same thing to somebody 15 bajillion times and they never change it. Eventually, I just stop saying it. <laughs> Eventually, I just start telling them that you're right. Because I, I don't, listen, I honestly don't believe that, um, that, that you should just blindly follow advice I give you. If I'm coaching you one-on-one, I don't think you should just go, oh, well, Fitz said, and I just did it because Fitz said. I mean, I don't run your life. I got a tough enough time running my own. Uh, I'm just giving you some advice based on my experience or, or based on maybe something I see that you're not necessarily seeing. But if, if you're constantly coming back over and over and over with the same problem, and I keep telling you or your mentor coach, it doesn't have to be me, but somebody else you're talking with, and they keep giving you the feedback over and over and over again, and you're not changing, like that, you aren't somebody I recommend investing in. <laughs> 
and, and sometimes it's the people that you like the most. Like, I just, man, I really like that guy. I wish he would just change. But like, I can't keep putting that dollar in that, in that investment because it's not, it's just flushing money down a, down a toilet. And, and as you're building your team and you're looking at people that you, you've told them, you've told them, you've told them, you've told them, and they've, you've asked them to tell you back. And they, they, yes, they in fact got the right information. They just didn't go do it. <sighs> Man, run an ad, find somebody else. We're looking for people we can help. And that's one of the most difficult things in the world to do is help somebody that doesn't want it. Um, you know, as a lifeguard, I was trained uh, as in, in high school that if somebody, if somebody's going to try to drown you when you're going out there, you got to back off and let them, you know, tire themselves out a bit. Like, don't let them drown you just because you're trying to save them. Don't do it. Constant and never ending improvement. That's what change is. Make your best better every day. Talk a lot about in the Fitz group about second best is not an option. Just every day, you just got to get up and give it your best. Well, part of that is making your best better. Like if, if I'm still doing my best from 15 years ago, most of you guys aren't listening to me. Most of you guys aren't with us. Most of you guys aren't making money with us. I wouldn't have attracted you because my best 15 years ago isn't as good as it is today. I'm way better today than I was 15 years ago. And it didn't happen overnight. A lot of people misunderstand. They think that I can just change immediately and everything's better. Yeah. Mostly it's about little gradual changes over time. It's kind of like uh, you never want to ride in a car with somebody who's constantly jerking the wheel back and forth. Like it makes you seasick and really they're probably going to be in a wreck. Driving a car is about little course corrections with the steering wheel. It's not about jamming on the gas, letting off the gas and jamming on the gas, letting off the gas. It's, it's just kind of lightly fluttering the gas pedal so that you are maintaining the speed that you're looking to maintain. It's, it's constant and never ending changes that you've got to make when you drive. It's the same with how you should live. It's a constant never-ending improvement, a little bit every day, a little bit every day. It's not, you don't necessarily need to go from $10 a week to $2,000 in a week. It's just gradually getting better. When you track your numbers, you need to look back over the last 13 weeks and see that you gradually got better over the last 13 weeks. Not necessarily night and day better, but a little better. Are you adding our company's policies to your family? Here's a change I'm looking for. When somebody comes on board, I'm looking for them to buy from themselves. Why? Because that's what they're selling. <laughs> they're selling these products to clients. You need to add these policies to your family. Now, I didn't just buy one policy for myself. We have a bunch of policies uh, in our family, a bunch. Everybody, me, my wife, kids, we're all covered, and we all have multiple policies. It, it's important that you continue to add policies to your family. It's a change that you need to make. I, uh, I, was, I was talking this morning with a friend who uh, recently made sure some friends of mine had insurance. And it, you know what? I was fired up that my friends are covered. They have a million dollars of life insurance apiece. I know that because of our friendship, one day I'm going to be at their funeral, one of their funerals, and I'm going to be happy to know that their family has got a million dollars coming to them. And, and that's not going to bring that person back. It's not going to stop the grief, but it is going to take away a lot of the financial worries. I'm excited about that. Are you changing like that? Do you add policies to your family? Or are you adding policies to your friends? And when you sell to your clients, are you thinking of them? Or are you thinking of your own commission check? When you sell to your clients, are you really doing what's best for them? One of the, one of the most impactful conversations I have came through association uh, back in around the year 2000. Uh, I'd moved to Dallas and at the end of 99, Heather and I did. And, and uh, somebody invited me to this uh, 
this life insurance uh, uh, meeting, this uh, gathering of agents, the kind of networking thing. I had the speaker come in, and and uh, and afterwards I asked him some questions, and I won't tell you all the answers today, but uh, I asked him. I did ask him, "What would you?" I'm a, here. I am a young buck. I'm 23 years old at the time. You know, what would you recommend somebody like me just getting started in the industry? What what should I do? You know, what, what advice would you give me? And he gave me a lot of advice and, and I'll share, I'll share it at other times. But one piece of advice he gave me was this. He said, listen, don't chase the commission, do the right thing for the client. You may not make as much upfront, but you'll get more referral business from that. They'll come back to you and buy from you again. And they'll tell their friends and family about this honest insurance agent that they found. And you will make more sales because you did the right thing for the client. Do not chase the commissions. Now I know that's really easy to say um, for me. And it, it's maybe harder to do when you're worried about making your mortgage payment the first of the month, or you're worried about keeping your lights on, but keep doing the right things for the clients. Keep doing that. Don't chase your commission check, chase doing the right thing for them. Now I'm going to wrap up with this. Here's the application of the LWAC, the Pareto principle, the 80, 20 rule. I don't know where the Pareto principle originated. I know where I first heard of it. And it was in the book, Developing the Leader Within You by John Maxwell. That's where I first heard it. So I'm going to give that credit there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where Pareto originally came from, Mr. Pareto. Uh, but uh, this is where I first uh, heard about the 80-20 rule. Um, John Maxwell says, in Developing the Leader Within You, he says, every leader needs to understand the Pareto principle in the area of people, oversight, and leadership. For example, 20% of the people in an organization will be responsible for 80% of the company's success. Repeat, 20% of the people in an organization will be responsible for 80% of the company's success. Do you see where I'm going with the application of the LWAC? <laughs> Rank them. Give a star for each of the LWAC that the agent is doing. You've got this new agent coming on board, and, and, and they're coming on board. Are they listening to the calls? Did you tell them about the calls? Are they listening to the calls? Are they working? Listen, I'm not looking for top standard performance. This person came on board. They didn't make $300 this first week. I'm not saying they're not working. If they made $20 this week, they worked, right? Associate change. Are they doing those four? Give them a star for each one. Rank them by those stars or rank them by the points. This is a four star. This is a three star. I love hearing the recruits coming out of high school and even coming out of college into, into the pros. This is a five star recruit. This is a four star recruit. Well, here at this scale, the best we got is four. Rank them by the number of stars. Spend 80% of your people time with the top 20%. Spend 80% of your people time. The daily conversations that you're having with people, the, the coffees that you're having, the, the night owls that you're going on, the, the, the meetings that you're attending, 80% of your people time, the time that you're interacting with other people needs to be spent with the top 20% of the LWAC list that you got. Spend 80% of your personal development dollars on the top 20%. 80% of your personal development dollars in the top 20%. What do you mean? I mean, the top 20% is who you send books to and who you, who you pay for a class for, or who, you know, you believe in them. And so you, you get them to the, the FITS event that we're doing, or, or you get them to national convention by buying them a ticket or, or getting them airfare. You, you spend 80% of your personal development dollars on that top 20%. And then re-rank regularly. Re-rank regularly. Let me see here. Control that mute button there. Re-rank regularly. Just because somebody did it, is doing it today doesn't mean they're doing it tomorrow. It doesn't mean they continually do it. It just means they did it one time. Re-rank regularly. I, I regularly look at the team and look at what's happening in the organization. I, every night, I'm drawing the group out and looking at the dynamics of the group and where I should be spending my time. 
that happens for me every night. At least do it once a month that you're re-ranking your team to make sure that you're continually investing in the right places. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.